All right, ladies and gents, let's loosen up those hips. Yeah, that's it. Nice and loose. Okay, so the sequence I'm going to teach you today is totally simple. I taught it to my niece. She's five years old in literally 30 seconds as I was brushing my teeth this morning. No, no, it's fine. She's just staying with me until they find her parents. Anywho, let's jump into it. Five, six, seven, eight. Pop, turn, pivot, pivot, turn. Half squat, fake out, pop again, body roll, shimmy, shimmy, shake. Look into the mirror. Think about your life. Weep, 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 but don't let anyone see and flourish. Great job, everyone. You should all be really proud of yourselves. And, you know, I don't like to play favorites, but I just, I just need to commend the hidden weeping of one particular student. I think we all know who I'm talking about. It's just really impressive how this person can look so sad, but never let me see a single tear. So let's just give a quick round of applause to Mr. John Remedios, and welcome to episode 22 of A Shot in the Dark, an audio journal documenting the development of my first independently produced video game, Shoot Shoot Mega Pack. If this is your first time listening, I've been on hiatus for about a month, so you haven't been missing much. There are, however, a handful of other episodes you can snack on. Anyway, enough impeccable choreography. Let's, how do they say, just smile and nod and pretend everything is okay. It is one cool ass chicken. Cue music. It is October 16th, 2015, and I'm back. So, hey, what's up? Did you miss me? I bet you missed me. That's sweet. But, boo, baby, bae. You can rest easy now. I've returned. I'm not sick. I'm not injured. I'm not a malfunctioning robot just looking for love. Not any of those things. Especially not that last thing. My body is frail, I'm addicted to food, and I feel things. Just human shit, you know? Let's move on. So, here's what's been going on with me. In case you've been wondering, which, let's be real, you probably haven't. You've got your own lives to live. I respect that. The past month has been a bit of a whirlwind. As you may or may not recall, I was at PAX Prime in Seattle. You may also recall that I said to record a podcast every day while I was there. And here's the thing about that. We're just, we're just not going to talk about it. It was a silly idea. Not only did I have to man the booth every day that I was at PAX, there was also all the business I had to attend to. Granted, a lot of that was just going to lavish parties and drinking free alcohol. But that's pretty hard too, you know? All that stuff. Here, let me give you a taste of how I conduct my business so you can empathize with the plight of John Remedios and all of my struggles. So on the third night of PAX, the Indie Mega Booth threw this great party. It was super fun. There were a whole bunch of cool people there. And of course, an open bar. So at some point in the night, I'm standing in the circle with a bunch of folks, including this one Microsoft representative I met earlier that day. He had played SSMP during the show and seemed to like it, so I wanted to talk to him a bit more about that. But we were in this circle, and everyone was just talking about this game, Warframe. Okay, so this is the part of the story where I admit that I maybe, sorta, kinda, um, had too much to drink, so I black out. But just like for a second, I don't have a problem, I promise. Anyway, when I come back to the world, I'm standing there with my arm around this Microsoft rep who is visibly uncomfortable, and I'm saying things like, You like Warframe? 
let me tell you about Warframe. I can tell you a thing or two about Warframe. At no point in my life have I ever played Warframe. I have nothing to say about this game. I haven't seen any gameplay footage or screenshots of it. I haven't even seen the icon, so that's a thing. Anyway, I guess I came back to my senses and immediately shout, I need to go to the bathroom and just leave. Anyway, despite what that stellar story might lead you to believe, PAX was fucking amazing. There were a bunch of people who played the game. Most of those people seemed to like it, including that Microsoft dude. Uh, there was this one group of kids that must have been like, I don't know, somewhere between 14 and 16, and they played every single day, and it melted my heart. And they're probably not listening to this, but little dudes, if you are, you're the best. I was also really lucky in terms of getting exposure for the game, I guess. Chris Floyd, who is one of the people who runs the Indie Mega Booth, was on a podcast where they asked him to pick his favorite children or whatever, and he named Shoot Shoot Mega Pack. Then he asked me to be on a Twitch live stream and play the game in front of tens of thousands of people who were, I guess, watching over the internet. So thank you, Chris. That was uh, pretty neat, to say the least. Also, PC Gamer called SSMP the best local multiplayer indie game at PAX 2015. That was pretty surreal. Coming back from that, though, was a really weird experience. It's almost like if I'm not filled with panic and or dread, I can't really function like a normal human being. And when I came back from Seattle, I felt really, really good. See, the problem with something like PAX is it's basically a giant validation machine. Like, people seemed to like the game, people wanted to know where they could buy it, etc, etc. But when people say that about a thing that doesn't exist yet, and you're the person who made that thing that doesn't yet exist, it feels like you've done a good job, but it's not true. You haven't done a good job, because you're not done yet. And, at least for me, feeling like you're finished when you're in fact not finished is one of the worst things that can happen. I don't know why I'm like that. I think I get scared that any additional work I do will ruin the things that people like about the game, or... I don't know, maybe hearing all those kind things people have to say to me just drains me emotionally and I need to recoup from too much niceness. Regardless, I basically spent the month focusing on other things. Things that weren't the game. But if I wasn't focusing on the game, what the fuck was I doing? Well, I got married, for one. On September 26th, that took up some space in my brain for a little while. We had some people staying with us and... There was last minute running around and whatnot to get wine and place cards or whatever. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it was hard not to get caught up in all of that. But whatever, it was worth it. Our wedding was amazing. We had ring pops instead of rings, so there you go. You can write that one down in your wedding scrapbook. Just to be clear, it's not like I just took the month off to prepare for my own wedding. That would be silly. I worked through my notes from PAX and... Made some changes to the game. I also did that while I was in Seattle, which is usually not recommended, but it worked out pretty well for me. I made at least one change every day based on what I saw from people playing. And by Monday, the demo was pretty airtight. I wasn't entirely reckless, though. There was some stuff that I knew I didn't have time to fix, so I saved that for when I got back, and that's what I did. I also had to put together a festival build that has been extremely useful to have. I sent that version of the game to a festival in London called Now Play This, Uh, It was a two-day thing, and they asked to have the game there, so that was cool. I also sent the game to a professor at the University of Waterloo. She wanted something for her students to play while discussing rules, and since my game is kind of about rules, it seemed like a good match. And just last Friday, that same build was part of the Society Ball, which was a fancy video game party thrown by the Hand-Eye Society here in Toronto. 
And lastly, this has nothing to do with the festival build, so I don't know why I'm including this list. I just didn't know where else to put it. I am a designer in residence at the University of Toronto at the Semaphore Research Cluster, which basically just means I get a cubicle somewhere that is not my house where I can work on the game, and in return, I just talk to PhD students. So yeah, all that is pretty cool. On top of all of that, there was a grant application that was due on October 5th, so I spent some time working on that and asking for money again, because I'm a leech. It's a really weird process to go through, actually. But it was kind of nice. It allowed me to think about the future and hopefully show me a glimmer of what life after SSMP might look like. Basically, what I did is apply for a grant that would allow me to prototype my next project, which is sort of an ideal situation for anyone to be in, but... What that would do is give me a grace period between ending production on one project and entering production on my next project. Maybe if I belong to a bigger studio, a transition like that would be staggered a little bit. You'd ramp down on one and then start ramping up on the other. There'd be a bit of a crossover, but since it's just me full-time, I can't really do that. If I get this grant, it also might give me a little bit of breathing room in the instance that Shoot Shoot Megapack doesn't make a bunch of money. Uh, There's been a whole lot of hoopla being tossed around right now about the viability of commercial indie games and so on and so forth. And the long and short of it is everyone is doomed and nobody buys video games. Personally, I'm not super worried about this, mainly because I've tried to maintain a position where I can fail pretty comfortably. I don't know if I've entirely succeeded at that. The game should probably be closer to being done than it is if I was better at my risk mitigation or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm trying not to operate under the assumption that SSMP is going to be a wild success. First of all, I think that's a dumb position for anyone to hold, but also I don't think I could ever think that. It seems crazy and pretty arrogant to just assume that your thing is good enough that a minimum number of people are going to give a shit and buy it. Also, pretty much every game I've worked on has had, like, no one play it. That might be a bit hyperbolic, but I haven't really worked on games that a large number of people have ever cared about. So, I don't know, I guess my default perspective is that it's really hard to get people to care about whatever it is you're doing. And that's okay, at least it is for me. Like I said, I'm trying to maintain a position where I can put the game out, and maybe people buy it, and maybe people don't, but I can still be quote-unquote successful, at least by my own standards. Like, for me, a lot of success has to do with what your expectations are around your project, and a hot revenue stream has never really been that for me. Now, what I'm trying to do is just put something out there, under my own name, my banner, whatever that is, that I can show people and say, hey, I make video games. Look, I made this. You can buy it right now on this, that, or the other thing. I'm proud of it, and I'm not just a person who talks. So I guess releasing the game is first and foremost a way of legitimizing myself, having something real that I can point to that helps me seem credible. If I can just do that, then I can worry about making a bunch of money later. But as we've already established, I'm a pretty terrible businessman. Anyway, I think I'm going to sign off right about here. I know this podcast was a bit of a grab bag. It had a lot of stuff in it, but not a lot of focus, at least not as much focus as I like to put into these podcasts. Next week will be better. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm super glad that my hiatus is officially over. I will be in LA for IndieCade next week, so if you're around and want to hang out or whatever, drop a fella a line, maybe. You can get in touch via Twitter at John Remedios or email john at ssmpgame.com. If you want nothing to do with me, maybe just check out the game on Twitter and Facebook. Search for SSMP Game. There's also a website with a bunch of stuff on it, including a mailing list. That's ssmpgame.com. And finally, if you like this podcast, 
please give it a rating or a review. It is available on iTunes or the podcast service of your choice, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening, and hopefully I will see you next week. iTunes or the podcast service of your choice, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Boom! Thank you again. What the fuck was that? Boom. Boom. Thanks again for listening. See you next week. <laughs>